Here we go again, South Australia's in lockdown. Coming to you daily, this is the Corona of Thorns podcast and I'm Father Peter Swans. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Show favour, O Lord, to your servants, and mercifully increase the gifts of your grace, that, made fervent in hope, faith and charity, they may be ever watchful in keeping your commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. From Elam they set out, and the whole community of the sons of Israel reached the wilderness of Sin. Between Elam and Sinai, on the fifteenth day of the second month after they had left Egypt, and the whole community of the sons of Israel began to complain against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness and said to them, Why did we not die at the Lord's hand in the land of Egypt, when we were able to sit down to pans of meat and could eat bread to our heart's content. As it is, you have brought us to this wilderness to starve this whole company to death. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now I will rain down bread for you from the heavens. Each day the people are to go out and gather the day's portion. I propose to test them in this way to see whether they will follow my law or not. On the sixth day, When they prepare what they have brought in, this will be twice as much as the daily gathering. Moses said to Aaron, to the whole community of the sons of Israel, say this, Present yourselves before the Lord, for he has heard your complaints. As Aaron was speaking to the whole community of the sons of Israel, they turned towards the wilderness, and there was the glory of the Lord appearing in the form of a cloud, Then the Lord spoke to Moses and said, I have heard the complaints of the sons of Israel. Say this to them, Between the two evenings you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall have bread to your heart's content. Then you will learn that I, the Lord, am your God. And so it came about. Quails flew up in the evening, and they covered the camp. In the morning there was a coating of dew all round the camp. When the coating of dew lifted, there on the surface of the desert was a thing delicate, powdery as fine as hoar frost on the ground. When they saw this, the sons of Israel said to one another, What is that? Not knowing what it was. That, said Moses to them, is the bread the Lord gives you to eat. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord gave them bread from heaven. The Lord gave them bread from heaven. In their heart, they put God to the test by demanding the food they craved. They even spoke against God. They said, Is it possible for God to prepare a table in the desert? The Lord gave them bread from heaven. Yet he commanded the clouds above and opened the gates of heaven. He rained down manna for their food, and gave them bread from heaven. The Lord gave them bread from heaven. Mere men ate the bread of angels. 
He sent them abundance of food. He made the east wind blow from heaven and roused the south wind by his might. The Lord gave them bread from heaven. He rained food on them like dust, winged fowl like the sands of the sea. He let it fall in the midst of their camp and all around their tents. The Lord gave them bread from heaven. Alleluia, alleluia. The seed is the word of God. Christ is the sower. All who come to him will live forever. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus left the house and sat by the lakeside, But such large crowds gathered round him that he got into a boat and sat there. The people all stood on the beach, and he told them many things in parables. He said, Imagine a sower going out to sow. As he sowed, some seeds fell on the edge of the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Others fell on patches of rock, where they found little soil and sprang up straight away, because there was no depth of earth. But as soon as the sun came up, they were scorched, and, having no roots, they withered away. Others fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Others fell on rich soil and produced their crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Listen, anyone who has ears. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, this is all a little bit providential, isn't it? We go into lockdown and, you know, we can't celebrate Mass publicly anymore. Uh, And what do we get? We get this first reading from the book of Exodus about God feeding his people miraculously in the desert. Now, uh, if you've been to daily mass over the last uh, couple of weeks, we've been reading from the book of Exodus. We've we've gone through this whole cycle from Genesis, where we hear about, uh, you know, Joseph, the son of Israel, uh, who winds up in Egypt, having been sold into slavery, but uh, who rescues his family. Uh, then we hear how after Joseph's death, uh, a pharaoh comes up who doesn't remember Joseph, and in the whole people of Israel are enslaved. Uh, And then we heard about the birth of Moses, um, Moses encountering God in the burning bush, being sent back to Egypt to free the people. Uh, Then we heard about the Passover, the 10th plague that finally convinces Pharaoh to release the people of Israel from slavery. Yesterday, the people of Israel came through the Red Sea. With walls of water to right and to left, they passed through dry shod. And importantly, remember that as the Egyptian chariots went into the Red Sea, their wheels were so clogged that the waters came over them and they were destroyed by God. Not only does God show himself to be the one who saves, but God also shows to be the one who destroys evil, destroys the one who brings death. Not one chapter passes since the miraculous freeing of the people of Israel that Israel starts to complain against God. They start to complain against Moses. You've brought us out here into the desert to kill us, to starve us out, 
In Egypt, yeah, we had slavery, but at least our bellies were full. God's worked a miracle for you, but already you start to doubt. Gee, there's something in that. A real spiritual lesson for us. How easy it is after, you know, a great spiritual experience or, you know, some kind of conversion to be tempted to go back, back to Egypt. The journey towards God always passes through the desert. And I suppose the reason why is because, you know, we've got to learn to live in his company. We've got to learn to leave aside, you know, our old ways, our sinful ways, our easy and comfortable ways. Yes, they brought us slavery, but you know what? At least your belly was full. And now going into the desert brings some hardship. Yes, it promises freedom, but gee, it can be difficult. How tempting it can be to fall back into old ways because they're easier. They keep you captive, yes, but you don't have to confront them. At least in Egypt, we weren't hungry. So here's the response. We get a twofold miracle. Now, I think we often forget about the second part of this. You see, we always speak about the manna in the desert. You know, this kind of fine white powder that's on the ground uh, when the dew lifts in the morning. And, you know, they're able to gather this together and, and use it as flour in order to bake their bread. Um, so, you know, we're very familiar with the manna in the desert, but we forget about the quails at night. In the evening, this, you know, flock of quails comes and settles down and, you know, you go out and collect a few quails. God's giving bread and he's giving meat. He's giving flesh. He feeds them morning and at night. Now, surely already we can see an image of the Eucharist coming about. Bread and flesh. Miraculous food from heaven, miraculous food from God to feed our pilgrimage toward the promised land. Things start to click, don't they? But the thing that I really want to focus on particularly uh, is this funny little detail that the bread is daily. Now, it's beautiful that Jesus teaches us in the Our Father, give us this day our daily bread. And this is exactly what God is teaching Israel in the book of Exodus here. You see, they couldn't go out and, you know, collect enough for a week. You know, they couldn't go out and sweep up enough manna so that, you know, they didn't have to worry if it didn't happen again tomorrow. Or the day after, or the day after. You know, we've got a bit in reserve, which means that, you know, we can depend upon ourselves. No, there was enough for the day. And if you collected more than you needed for the day, it actually spoiled. Uh, interestingly, the one day when you could actually collect two rations was the day before the Sabbath. Because you were supposed to rest on the Sabbath. And so God would provide you. For the Sabbath day as well. But otherwise, it was your daily bread. And so what starts happening here? God, as he leads his people through the desert, is schooling them in trust. 
I will feed you today. And today is enough. Because tomorrow, I will feed you again. You see, what was the problem? Israel was looking back to Egypt and thinking, you know what, things were at least secure there. At least, you know, we had we had our troubles, we had our slavery, but but you know, our bellies were full. You know what? Trust God that He will give you this day your daily bread. Why go back to Egypt? Because at least there I could call the shots. I didn't have to rely on God. I didn't have to depend upon his providence. Well, it might feel like we're headed back into the desert. Back into a little bit of lockdown. And you know what? The desert is a hard place. It's a place of deprivation. It's a place of isolation, solitude, alienation. It's not the place we are at home. Well... We're in lockdown. And, you know, once again, a place of isolation. And ironically, even though we're all at home, I I don't know that we all necessarily feel at home. Because home's not supposed to be a prison. (laughs) Home's supposed to be a place where you can come back to and stay and leave for your own adventures. And then come back to and stay and rest. Uh, Not necessarily be under house arrest, so to speak. So we might be led into a place that's a bit uncomfortable. But trust God. He will give us this day our daily bread. He'll nourish us with what we need. And the growth that happens during this time in the desert bears the fruit of friendship of communion. Lord, I know I can trust you because you fed me yesterday. You feed me today and I know you'll feed me tomorrow. Who knows how long this South Australian lockdown will last. But regardless of the length, every day the Lord will feed his people, even in the desert. Thanks for praying with us, and may God bless you abundantly, so that this day may give glory to God the Father.